Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future, the greatest movie of all time, one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez in the news. And I'm Chris of Shredded Cereal and soon to be Geek by Night. Look for it January 6th? Yeah, also yeah. previously Geek by Night. Yeah, also oh, also previously. Years and years and years ago. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Um, Back in the so, past. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Chris. Hey, it's good to be here. All right. Well, uh, today, <laughs> today we're going back to minute twenty-six, which starts with a Doc uh, giving another really bad example of how to use <laughs> time, this time travel machine. That they keep you in the same the birth space. Of Christ. <laughs> yeah, with witnessing the birth of Christ on the other side December of the 25th. planet. Zero zero zero. And also, also very not interesting. When he was born. Also, even if, even if, oh, okay, hold on, I'll get there in a second. And then the minute ends with him saying that things have certainly changed around here. As far, yeah, as far. <laughs> um. So okay, December twenty fifth, zero 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 zero. That is there, not. There's more than just one thing wrong with that because as. <laughs> As we talked about, as we talked about, there's at least three things wrong with this as a suggestion. <laughs> as we talked about last week, uh, th- there's a spatial issue uh, with the DeLorean. The DeLorean doesn't travel through space, just time. So oh, it travels through space, you, but, you know, at 88 miles an hour on the ground. Right. At, like, normal vehicle speed. Um, <laughs> In the same way that you and I travel through space. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. If you go back to before there were actually roads. You are in deep trouble. Yeah, it's it's because uh, okay. For one thing, as we talked about last week, there's no gas anywhere. <laughs> so <laughs> the infrastructure for cars. There, yeah, there's like there's like I don't even know if there would be any such thing as gas back no, then. No, there or would not any or oil. Yeah, or the, the gas would still no, be the gasoline would still be out walking around as animals. Right, exactly. Well, um, no. So, so uh, getting across the country itself would be difficult, let alone it would you be know, on the other side of the world. It would be impossible. The DeLorean um, would not to Jerusalem. Like, the field it was stuck in. That's, yeah, very true. Two, the other problem with this <laughs> is that, as Chris said, um, that is not historically accurate, that date. December sure. 25th is not <laughs> the birth of Christ. Nope. Um, it's when it, we celebrate Saturnalia, right? The yeah. ancient Roman tradition holiday of giving gifts to the servants uh, in honor of the god Saturn. You know, because... and then the and then the the Romans oh. were like, okay, or like you know the the Christian the, the early the, church uh, was like the Inquisition. Hey, we need to yeah, we need to keep this holiday like rocking because people are used to it and they love it. And but we also it can't be about like Saturn. Can't be about yeah. that. <laughs> nope. <laughs> So, so there's that, and then there's also the fact that even if the idea was that December 25th was Jesus's birthday, the birth when of Christ, G- yeah, okay, yeah, if it was December 25th, it would be, it wouldn't be, it would be like, it would be BC one, right? <laughs> It wouldn't yeah, be year wouldn't zero. Be, His chronometer, yeah, yeah, like it, that setup, like for the chronometer, doesn't look like it would really be very effective. 
going back. Yeah, there's to like no DC setting whatsoever. Yeah, you could you couldn't go back to the time of the dinosaurs because the the way that that readout is set, it's like it needs those four. What is it? Was it four numbers? Let's let's. Uh, yeah, it's four numbers. Yeah, you're kind of locked into, you know, human history. You can't go yep. back to like, yeah, you. Uh, one of the pyramids constructed like eight thousand BC. Um, yeah, but did it even have an option to like switch between AD and BC? No, there's an oh, AMFM. Oh wait, no, that was Paul's idea. Yeah. Right, yeah, we we talked about that last week. There there is no BC setting whatsoever. Oh man, I mean, so um, like you can't go f- back that far again. You wouldn't <laughs> also, really want to with the car because you'd get stuck. Uh, you would. Oh right. man, if you go back to a time before roads, I mean, you know, granted, like in, later on in the third one, they're they're able to they're able to to rig up a way to get to eighty eight miles an hour. But if there was no rail there, you're not going to be able to find a, a a flat level stretch of ground. On, on most of the Earth, where a car could, you know, conceivably get up to 88 miles an hour, assuming you hadn't broken it in some way. Mm-hmm. That's, oh, wow, that is a terrible way to travel through time. That is a, It really is. is. At least at least any farther back than, like, a couple hundred years. Yeah. Oof. Oh, Doc, <laughs> please don't make any mistakes. Yeah. So, um, terrible choice in example. Kind of an interesting yeah. event for a scientist to want to see. Yeah, like, that, that is a little it, odd. It, it almost it almost speaks more to Emmett Brown as a character, you know. Yeah. Like, I want to mm-hmm. see when our Lord Christ was born. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm the worst scientist. Well, I shouldn't say that. There are plenty of. Never mind. I'm not going to go. With that. I'm not going to. I'm going to touch that one with uh, an atheist. <laughs> so, so then Doc's third example. Uh, of of a date is November seventh, nineteen fifty five, isn't it? Or November fifth, nineteen fifty five. I forgot there was like a bunch. There's a lot of fives in that yeah. date. Um, November fifth, nineteen fifty five. And it's like he just remembers it. He's just like, yeah, it's. I it's, haven't but thought of this it. in so long. Right, but he says it as, uh, and then there's a red letter date in the history of science. <laughs> He calls it a red letter date in the history of science. And it's like, but then he pretends to act like he's he's just remembering yeah. it. Doc is putting on a show. He is. Big time. Is he, well, I mean, this, but, this or, or is he remembering, like, knows. the sensation of it happening, you know? Is it like, in a moment, he is, like, struck with the feeling of, like, yes, November 6th, 1955. <laughs> Sink. He was struck by oh, the, the sink. Oh, the sink. Right, right. Yeah, that's, he that's slipped on the toilet. a little less ignominious. Yeah. <laughs> what humble beginnings. <laughs> time travel. I invented time travel. <laughs> and they slipped on a toilet and <laughs> hit my head on a sink. That's right. Slipped off the toilet. So oh, man. That's... Also, his wrinkles are intense. They are. They are. This, uh... The close-up in this, with those wrinkles, are pretty intense. Um... <laughs> I, I mean, he really, he just does not look like he's long for this world. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um, he just, Doc, oh, he just acts so surprised by his own brilliance. He's like, oh, I can't believe I did this, Marty. Oh, it's amazing. I'm really glad it worked because I wasted the whole family fortune. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, almost 30 years and his entire family fortune. Oh, the, the doctor. The Emmett Brown mansion. The mansion's gone. Yeah, burned it down for the insurance money. 
<laughs> and he still only um, put it in a DeLorean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, put it into the flux capacitor, yeah, uh, yeah. apparently. But what I, what I love about the flux capacitor and the reveal of the flux capacitor, we never get an explanation as to how the time travel works. Because the way that it works is a MacGuffin. It is, it is absolutely that. <laughs> they're just like they're just like yeah, all this works because of this make believe thing. Hey, look at it, look at the lights; they blink. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Look, it points in three directions. It's like a dowsing rod, but for one, <laughs> but for time travel. <laughs> I, I love that. I I just love it so much. I it's because it's so simple. Like don't you just like yeah, it's that thing. I'm not going to explain it to you heathens, so don't worry about it. But yeah, that's the one. Magic. That's what I thought of when I got when I hit my head on the sink. Oh, it definitely works with magic. Magic Absolutely. of film. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing is is now if they made Back to the Future now, we would know every minute detail of how and why the flux capacitor works. I don't know. I, I think that I, there would be some people demanding to know how it works, but I don't think that. Like, I, can, I can't imagine J.J. Abrams if, like, if he, if he were if he were somehow responsible for a Back to the Future reboot. <laughs> I, I, I imagine he would just be like, "And here's the flux capacitor. Look at it blink." Yeah, I guess that's what he did with that original Star Trek. He was like, "Yeah, this goopy stuff." Engine room, blah. Yeah. The, the goopy time travel explosion planet sucky stuff. Engine room didn't make any sense. Yeah. Well, anyway. Well, I guess. But I guess he does come from that school of filmmaking, though. Yeah. My my thing is, it feels like it would be a studio note. Mm. You know? Where they would just be like, well, how does it work? I'm like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It just, it it just works. It travel through time. It, wor- yeah, it, just it works. works because the script says it does. Right. Yeah, that's what's And because important. Doc Brown says it does, and we all think that he's real smart. He is. Look at his hair. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. His, his hair's pushing out like that because his brain's like so big. Yeah. That's how mad. Nick, how do you feel about the flux capacitor? You know, it kind of it, it kind of reminds me of this uh, this quote by Ryan Johnson when he was out doing the the press touring for Looper. Uh, what Ryan Johnson says that basically like time travel isn't science fiction it's it's fantasy mm. like mm, it's not yeah. it's not real so whatever dumb way you want to make it work is fine yeah and i think the brilliance of the flux capacitor is it's it's such a perfect cocktail of like practical understated and like sort of it's still kind of cuddly in the way that the Back to the Future franchise has to be. Like, you look at the time machine in Primer, and it you're, you're just like, oh, okay, well, that looks like something from, like, a very serious movie. But you look at the flux capacitor, and it it's so simple looking. It's radical, man. Like, it looks like, it looks like something that, you know, anyone could understand. Yeah. Like, it well, doesn't look intimidating. Right. And what's great about it is, like, you could literally take the flux capacitor out of this movie and take that prop... And take it back in time a year and put it in the the Ghostbusters yeah. oh, like proton pack, absolutely. and it looks like it would just work there too because <laughs> it doesn't actually do anything. It just looks cool. Yeah. Same with don't the cross your DeLorean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the, like the proton pack is clearly 
you know, like you you know that doesn't that wouldn't work in real life, but it's so dirty and handmade that it doesn't break the very realistic tone that Ghostbusters has. Right. Where you're not like, oh come on, what what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I I love I love the flux capacitor. I think of all the props in all three of these movies, I think it's my favorite thing. Um, just because it's literally just three tubes and with lights in them. Yeah, and there's just my like, second. It's my second favorite prop next to Elizabeth Shue. <laughs> oh no! Wait, what? Shade. Oh, you burnt. Shoe. Ouch. Oh boy. Um. Yeah, I love the flux capacitor. Uh, I and I'm fascinated to know what what about it costs so much. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It does because it looks very well, homemade. You know, presumably, like... I mean, it, it, the, the 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 fortune might not necessarily because you know, 1985. I imagine uh, the the equipment you need to to house plutonium and have some sort of miniature <laughs> nuclear reaction going on in the back of a car. That's probably yeah. not cheap either. That's worth a mansion. <laughs> That's probably true. Fair. That's fair enough. Um, and so, and then that's when he's like, has it really been 30 years? And it's like, yeah. Like, look, have you looked in a mirror? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been 30 years. <laughs> you fell down the tree um, of time and hit every single branch. Uh, so many branches on the tree of time. <laughs> so many. <laughs> <laughs> um and uh and then he says he's and then he he says that things have certainly changed around here. I I love this whole conversation because Christopher Lloyd is doing his best to make this sound as natural as possible. But this is just like this is just a straight minute of exposition <laughs> with very little character to it, yeah. really. And yet you you could quote it. Oh yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Old man Peabody had this crazy idea. You know, like, like, he's just selling it. He's absolutely, like, it's a joy to watch him even do, like, straight-up exposition. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just him, like, laughing at himself, like, laughing at the moment of, <laughs> like, ah, oh, I remember, <laughs> oh, this date. Like, he knew the date. He knew the date by heart. And then he's just like, <laughs> oh, that's right. That's when I invented time. <laughs> They're going to put this one in the history books. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, everybody who said I was a loser. Because oh, this man. is his moment where it worked. You know, 30 some right. years and. Oh, man. Right. Right. So oh, I love it. Um, so, uh, I don't know. Do you guys have any, like, specific notes for this this minute? It is just, like, a little exposition minute. I mean, it is. It's so, uh, I mean, apart from, you know, the joy of. Yeah, I'm going to travel back to. Birth of Christ. I'm gonna travel back to to the signing of the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> just no, no, you're not. You're not. Stop it. I mean, no, you are. You're gonna travel to that time, but you're not gonna be anywhere near. You're not that. gonna. Yes, theoretically, to, you could. If, if you if you have enough gas in the tank, you could drive from California to Boston. Yeah. Maybe. So ish. Maybe like you, you, maybe July. You, you need maybe to go June to Philadelphia. Yeah, maybe June 29th would be a better date if you wanted to see the Declaration yeah. of Independence. Yeah. Well, you're not going to get across country without roads in a, in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. I have to yeah. give you. You're gonna. You're gonna get there. Let's let's plot out this trip. You're gonna go ahead and travel back to like 1775, 
uh, try to make some sort of contact with the local population, get some help there, and then you got to make a cross-country trip. You're going to need the like a year. Local population, gonna... the, the only local population in California in 1776 are Native Americans. Na- Native because... Americans or Spanish. Uh, there might be a Spanish settlement. Um, I'm not sure. Because I know we weren't expanding we westward were, we until weren't. the 1800s. Uh, but I'm not yeah. sure. Wait, where is Hill Valley like in the state of California? Where I, is it? Northern, southern, like what? Sherman Oaks. I, Where's? I would. Im- I don't know. I would imagine uh, southern, but I'm not sure. Uh, I because mean, it imagine. seems like Hill Valley could be right next. All to All right, Sunnydale, so let's say you'll have to try and know? find like the local Native American <laughs> tribe. <laughs> and good luck. <laughs> I, Good luck. I'm just, now, now I'm now I'm going to be obsessed with the idea that Sunnydale and Hill Valley are like oh my god spring, yes are like the Springfield and like um, Shelbyville Shelbyville yeah be like right next to each other that would be amazing yes. where does okay oh, that'd be so where good. does Neptune fall into this <gasps> it's actually oh, close to the ocean Neptune is on the ocean it's a couple so Neptune's a couple close hours to the away. ocean it's, a, it's yeah. a couple hours away God Neptune hides okay. Oh. Oh well, Neptune was always super bougie, though, right? Yeah, like yeah. that was like its thing. Yeah, okay. yeah. It, it's okay. very stratified. You know, there's the very wealthy O Niners, and then you got like uh, the, the people who work with the O Niners. Yeah, Weevil. Weevil. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot the of PCHers. fictional cities in California. There are a lot of great fictional cities in California that we will never get. To West Covinas. West Covina. Is West Covina real? Oh, no. I don't know. Is California but real? <laughs> California Sandinas? is not real. West Covina, yeah, West Covina is what Nep- it wants to be Neptune because it's like two hours from the beach, but those people are stupid. It's actually four. Yeah, it's like actually four. Sandimas? No, West Covina. Yeah, yeah, we need oh, Sandimas. Okay, so Sandimas is like, I imagine Sandimas being more north. Hmm. Uh-huh. I don't know why. Um, Sandimas. God. Where were we? Um, uh, uh, Native American chief, tribe chief. <laughs> See, I'm picturing him driving the DeLorean <laughs> to Philadelphia. I'm not picturing him walking. I think it, you know what he could do. What he could do, no, what he could do is just now in 1985 drive to Philadelphia and then there get and go. then Boom. and then get himself in front of like you know the the old um, I can't remember the name of the building, but where they actually that's, signed it, and then drive 88 miles an hour do. right in front of it, pop in there, everybody will freak out. <laughs> And you'd be like, no, guys, guys, seconds, it's fine. It's, like, it's a oh weather God, experiment. Man. Franklin told me to do this. Let's just go check out the signing of the thing. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Just a, just a slight weapons malfunction. Yeah, and what's he going to do? Like, watch it from the outside? Like, just like with a, with a, with a radio? <laughs> He'll come with a camera. They're like, what are you doing? Nothing. Just, just ignore me. Oh, just man. taking some photos? What's a photo? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Light something? What? <laughs> They're very educated. Well, you gotta get out of here. I'm stepping on a lot of butterflies. <laughs> Shh, go to sleep, bitch. Go to sleep. <laughs> Whoa! Go to sleep, bitch. <laughs> what? Doc Brown. That got dark. That <laughs> got super dark. No butterflies. Mm. Oh, man. Uh, stepping on a lot of butterflies. <laughs> gotta get out of here. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, the, the Back to the Future meth like school of time travel is not. Like, it's pure fantasy. Like, there's no, oh, yeah. it doesn't, no, that's not going to, as soon as you travel back, you know what, I'm not going to, it doesn't, there is no actual time travel, so what am I saying? I, I don't know anything. <laughs> no one does. Chris, what's your opinion on the Berenstain, Berenstein Bears situation? That is highly amusing, um, and also <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> have we, have you already discussed this with people? No, this is the first time I've ever brought it up on a podcast. <laughs> okay, uh, so there. Oh my god, I, I'm not sure if I know the whole thing well enough to to uh, to explain it. Do you? Well, how, so like, all right. 
people are noticing people are remembering it being the Berenstein Bears. But if you like Google image it now, it's Berenstain. But like collectively, we have we have we can like people are can swear that it was spelt the other way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. There's even an image of like a scene from The Simpsons where they're holding up a a, a Berenstain Bear book, and it looks like it did in the way we remember. Yeah, it being. and and people are pointing to this as evidence of like a divergence of multiple universe. Basically, that the idea that there are infinite number of universes is is true. And that at some point there was some sort of divergence between our universes and, and we're remembering a past universe where it was spelled one way and somehow now we're in a universe where it was spelled the other way. And as much fun as that is to think about and as interesting as a, a like a philosophical and, and then thought like, um, you know, uh, problem engine, engine yeah, as much as much fun as that is to think, I think basically it boils down to people have trouble remembering things from their childhood clearly that don't matter. <laughs> and that's it. That's really it. Like, those people, like, you know, my age, 33, who are insisting that it was actually this way, that's just how they remember it. That doesn't mean that's how yeah. it was. And the same yeah. thing with it being in the Simpsons episode. Just because they referenced the thing, it could be the same thing where nobody actually bothered to look at the book. In fact, they might have had to change the spelling so that they didn't infringe upon the copyright of Bernstein or Bernstein Bear. Bernstein? Stain? No, whatever. Bears, the Bears, the Bears, the Bears, Bears. bears. <laughs> Sounds gross. That sounds it's super like Rob gross. Zombies, the bear stained bear. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, uh, do either of you have anything else for this minute? No, I think. No, if we can keep talking about uh, multiple universe theory, like though, I'd be happy. We could definitely bring it up in a later podcast, and then like uh, be like, "Oh, we should talk about the bear stained bear, 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 bear," and 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 then be like, "Oh, we've never talked about this before," and then someone will reference this podcast. And we'll be like, oh, it's real. <laughs> yeah, that'll be good. Yeah. I think it'll put us on the map. That would. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we'll be back uh, tomorrow to talk about uh, Minute 27. Uh, but in the meantime, go to our website, backtothefutureminute.com. You can leave uh, comments there, uh, the post of this episode or other episodes. You can email us, contact at backtothefutureminute.com. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at BTTF Minute. I'm at Scott Corelli. Nick is at Nick M. Jimenez. Chris, what's yours? Uh, at C-H-R-I-S-O-C-O-N-N-O-R-I-V. That's a bad one. Uh, I'm on Tumblr. Uh, I can't <laughs> see you. I-C-A-N-T-C-U. Okay. Um, and uh, speaking of Tumblr, we have one of those, bttfminute.tumblr.com. We're also on Facebook, so like us there. Leave us reviews on iTunes, and we will give you a shout-out. Yeah. Draw um, some fan art, but don't make me look thin. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, man. Oh, Tumblr. I would never make you look thin. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, check out our other podcast, Not Writing. Uh, which is a podcast that Nick and I do that's just about whatever we want to talk about that week. And then um, The Doctor's Companion, our Doctor Who podcast. And then Geek by Night, premiering January 6th and starring Chris o- Chris right here. Hi. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be good. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. You guys should totally listen to it because we're good at it. And you should definitely take time out of your life to listen to people do things that they're good at. I agree. Um, oh. And uh, and with that, we will uh, talk to you tomorrow. We will. Bye. Bye.